Uh, joining us down the line right now to talk a little more footy here on the program is North Melbourne Premiership player, Anthony Rock. Rocky, good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, man. Good to listen. It was good to listen to a former teammate of mine, Johnny Longmire. So I was just uh, sitting on there listening to him. So very, uh, very insightful indeed. Jeez, he's been a good coach, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been terrific. He's, uh, yeah, look, he's a country boy um, from Corowabagland. He's, you know, debuted at a very young age at North Melbourne, and he's just gone on to uh, great heights at, um, at the Sydney Footy Club. What did you think of what he was saying there um, in regards to the head high concussion stuff and potentially uh, players being taken off the ground, you know, a a red card or a sin bin, something along those lines for a a big knock in a game? Uh, Look, it's it's so complex, you know. The the, the, AFL is under an enormous amount of pressure, I suppose, from the class actions that are taking place. Um, So they've got to be seen to be doing something uh, to, to, I suppose, rectify um, the situation and protect the, to protect the head. But I think from a, from a contact point of view, the, it's very difficult for players to untrain themselves and um, you know, go easier at contest or tackle less aggressively. It's, um, you know, it's just something that's been in the game for 100 and, 100 and plus years. So it's, it's just going to take a bit of time. But mm. there is... So many, you know, when he was talking about the HI, you know, the investigate, you know, the, a player that's not in the first 22, it could be a totally different player from a role perspective as well. So it makes it very difficult. But, you know, he's spot on. I don't think there's any, any right or wrong answers. I just think, you know, the, the game's trying to work it out. But um, it, I suppose it can be frustrating for, for senior coaches because it's a, it's a, it's a win-loss industry and, and you get judged on, uh, on, on that uh, performance factor. That you do, uh, you do as a coach. And, uh, well, unfortunately, earlier on in the week, we saw uh, Stuart Jew. He was, well, I guess he was blindsided, sacked by the Gold Coast Suns. Uh, Stephen King will come in to replace him as the interim. And uh, who knows what the goal is long term, but I would suggest that Dimmer Hardwick is certainly uh, the guy that has been penciled in uh, for Gold Coast if they can get him. So what did you make of, of the news? And what are your thoughts on the way the AFL handles these types of situations no it doesn't surprise me matt it's uh it's a pretty uh ruthless cutthroat industry and people can look you in the eye in a, in a football club and tell you one thing and then right behind your back to another i mean that doesn't surprise me at all so you know it's uh as a i suppose as a, a former coach former player once you're in that um I suppose, in those hot seats. It doesn't matter what, whether you're coach or assistant coach or strength and conditioning coach, um, you know that <clears throat> it's a very, very, uh, I suppose, delicate position that you hold. So uh, in six years as a senior coach, uh, the Gold Coast Suns, I think he's done a lot of um, good work there. Um, and I'm sure that, you know, Dimmer Harwick would have been spoken to and I'm sure, you know, People within that football club would have leaked the information. That's why Caroline Wilson gets her uh, gets mm. her information because someone is in that football club that you can't trust. Do you think Dimmer Hardwick is the man to to take over the position? Oh, look, I, I don't really know to be honest. I mean, clearly he's he's left the he left Richmond Footy Club, you know, mid season to say, well, you know, he's had enough, he's burned out, and. Now he's re-energised. I'm not sure that you can be re-energised after you know a four-month period out of the game. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that that's long enough. Um, but you know what? Who, who's to say that um, 
you know, that you know, he wouldn't have finished up at the end of the year anyway. I just don't know. I just don't know who the right one. I'll say there's a few good candidates out there, but you know, from from his coaching record at Richmond, you would suggest that you know he would be their one and only candidate. I would suggest. Yeah, it seems that way. Uh, speaking of Richmond, uh, Robbie Tarrant, um, great player for both Richmond and your former club in North Melbourne. He has announced his retirement effective immediate, immediately. Uh, what are your thoughts on on Robbie Tarrant and um, his time as a player? Yeah, look, he's he when he was at North Melbourne, really had a lot of injuries early doors, and you know, got his body right and got himself into a, a position where he could consistently compete down back and became one of their, I suppose, mainstays down back and really held up uh, that back end. So he's been a, a real stalwart. Um, then he transitioned over to Richmond, and obviously it hasn't worked out the way he would have liked. Um, that, that's what happens when you get a bit older and you've had injuries, and and unfortunately for him, it's uh, his time. And you know, father time, you know. It passes it all, us all. So we just need to obviously move on. But he's been a really good uh, contributor to AFL. Hey, Rocky. Before I let you go, let's go through uh, the games of the round very quickly. So it does kick yep. off tonight at the SCG. Sydney taking on the Western Bulldogs. Pretty big matchup. Uh, the doggies haven't been in the greatest of form. They gave a pretty good fight to Collingwood uh, last week. Sydney as well. Uh, going down to Richmond probably ends their finals hopes. Uh, no Bailey Smith, no Rory Lobb this evening for the doggies. Uh, what are your thoughts on the matchup? I think Sydney should win. I'm not sure by how much, but they're very hard to beat at Sydney. They grow another leg playing at uh, their home ground, but Bulldogs, you know, they've been fighting the season out. They've been had some inconsistencies, but had some, you know, shown some real brilliance. Mm. Uh, I don't think they're a, a top four side at this stage, but they'll certainly be around the mark and obviously, you know, being a nuisance in finals like they normally do. But I think Sydney might win tonight. Melbourne, Brisbane tomorrow at the MCG, a top four clash. It's going to be a great game and a big one for for Brisbane if they want to prove a point at trying to win away from home. Um, Melbourne, also an interesting decision to omit Brodie Grundy uh, out of the ruck. So what do you make of that? Yeah, look, I think, you know, holding two big ruckmen like you do, and if you look at Fremantle with Jackson and um, Darcy, it's not easy, particularly if you haven't got that expertise as a key forward. Um, so I think it's, you know, probably the right move. I don't think you need two ruckmen in, in a side, uh, particularly if they haven't got that, as I said, expertise either end. Um, so I think, like you said, Brisbane need to, need to really stamp themselves. I think their form side of the competition, I think, that they'll, uh, they should uh, get over Melbourne. I, I think Melbourne are going okay, but yep. I don't think they're going well enough. Yeah, they've been an interesting team in 2023. So much high expectation, and they just haven't quite lived up to that, although they've been really good in certain patches. Uh, Collingwood take on Fremantle at the MCG. It's been a bit of a horror week for uh, Frio. A fair few injuries during training, so uh, a few changes have been made. Banfield, Wagner, Joel Hamling to return to the side, as well as Sam Sturt. Yeah, look, four interesting ins, um, probably you know, B grade below, um, so I wouldn't, um, I, wouldn't ex- I wouldn't expect um, them to get near Collingwood at the MCG. I think it's uh, it'll probably be a whitewash this week. Uh, Gold Coast take on St Kilda at Heritage Bank Stadium in Queensland. Do you think Gold Coast get it done for Stuart Jew, teams often tend to kind of lift after a coach has been sacked. They certainly do, and and there's no doubt that um, the Suns will be looking to uh, you know come out and and show you know obviously a bit of respect for their former coach. And by all reports, he had 
you know, good good uh, relationships with a, a lot of the, the group and, and some some not. So I would expect them to come out. But I, I think Sid, uh, St Kilda, like, they're just, they've been a team that's hung in all year and, mm. and you know, with some young kids and developing, I, I think they've done a remarkable job um, in terms of, they haven't even been, there hasn't been blowouts in whether, whether they've won or they've lost. There have been margins that you think, geez, it's respectable even when they lose. Um, so I, 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 I'll, back, I'll back some Kilda, but wouldn't surprise me if uh, Gold Coast come out on top. Carlton Port Adelaide at Marvel Stadium on Saturday afternoon. Six ins uh, for Port Adelaide. So what are your thoughts on the matchup? Yeah, I think Port will win. Obviously, Carlton, the last couple of weeks, they've got their act together. They're key forwards, and they're getting the ball in a bit straighter. And I'm you know, loving Mackay going straight back and kicking for goal like a normal footballer would. So that's, that's a positive. Um, I, I think Port Adelaide will be too strong. Geelong, Essendon at GMHBA? Interesting one, this one. Uh, Essendon, you know, they can make a statement by uh, upsetting Geelong down at the Cattery. Uh, I think they've been in really good form, and you know, there's uh, obviously Brad Scott's coaching has uh, been, you know, really, really uh, positive this year, and the groups responded, particularly with the turmoil in the background. But I, I would think that uh, this game will be closer than what we all expect. I, I know that the, the, the uh, money says Geelong, but I think this will be a close one. But I'd probably just lean towards Geelong at home. Uh, Crows and the Giants in Adelaide. Yeah, I have to say the Crows. I've been a really fan, big fan of the Crows this year. And, you know, obviously uh, last week they gave Essendon a, too much of a head start and then clawed that back and, and obviously a respectable loss. But I think Adelaide will be too strong at home. And then two games on the Sunday, North Melbourne and Hawthorne. I think North might actually be an opportunity for them yeah. to, to get a, a win this week. Uh, I think, you know, it'll be a, a game that are, of two teams that are pretty level uh, with each other. Um Clearly, there's some, been some, you know, Griffin Logues uh, out with an ACL, so not easy to replace that type of, uh, I suppose, key position player and athleticism. Um, I think, you know, but I think North Melbourne could get up. And uh, finally, to close out the round, West Coast and Richmond, we will see Shuey and Hearn return to the side. Yeah, well, that's two positives for, for the club, and Hearn and Shuey being stalwarts. Uh, they need that uh, leadership and direction. Uh, I think Richmond clearly will be too strong. Rocky, a pleasure as always. Thank you very much for taking the time. Nah, no problems, Matt. But thanks for having me again. Thank you.